Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown World with your girl Kay. Don't waste no time with negativity. Now, today I am truly, truly blessed to be able to speak to one of the OGs in the media game, in my opinion. I mean, Sharantel, you've done public celebrity publicist work, you're a motivational speaker. I feel like that's just you as a personality. Like you're just a great motivator. And I love the kind spirit that you bring as well. You are an author, you are a host. I love your show on Instagram that you also stream Choose Your Path and your new book that you've just released, Fear For What? How are you doing today, Sharant? Sharantel Driscoll. You guys put some respect on your name. Okay. 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 Put the respect on it. Yes, I'm doing absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) <laughs> no, I really, I'm really excited to like talk with you. You're always speaking to others. And I know you share bits and pieces of yourself here and there, but like your story is so powerful and behind that smile, like we couldn't even conceive, you know, all the things that you've gone through to get to where you are today. So truly appreciate you. And if you are watching her, like her face does look kind of familiar. You might've seen her on Rachel Roy. You might've seen her on the Steve Harvey show. You might've seen her on Dr. Oz, all programs that, you know, black people heavily, heavily watch. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so true. it is a familiar face. But I'm going to dive right in right away. I'm not even going to take a break on you because you're a professional. So <laughs> a staple question that we asked Sharantel is, what is a negative situation? It was definitely negative. No questions asked about it. But somehow, some way, you might have even surprised yourself and you did not waste any time with negativity. Oh, it didn't waste any time with negativity, even though the situation was negative. Yeah. Wow. I, I'd like to share sometimes, especially with this being Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yes. I am a survivor of domestic violence. And in that situation, no matter how much hate he was throwing at me, I a lot of times would revert back with love. And I was giving him something that I wasn't giving myself. And when I realized that, that's when I was able to continue to also stay positive within myself and taking care of me and uh, walking away with it with the hopes that he finds the healing that he needs, with the hopes that um, that he finds that love. You know, all that, I, I sent him nothing but good because I know that that comes back to me. So I think in that situation, that is the worst situation I feel like to date uh, that I had to endure day in and day out. Definitely, definitely. Abuse of any kind is something that is not, we don't want to normalize that. We want to normalize healthy relationships and growth. But unfortunately, a lot of us, you know, we can agree as melanated people and they have a wide audience, Mm -hmm. but they know I love my blackness, you know, and (laughs) A lot of us come from PTSD and, you know, I was just having a conversation with someone where we were speaking on comfort and I'm like, comfort isn't always a good thing. You can be comfortable in a toxic, horrible environment and situation. You just express with your vulnerability, like how you condition yourself to give love to someone that was not reciprocating that in a form that was healthy for you what is one of the things that you could say really helped guide you for maybe a woman out there or a gentleman out there that is experiencing a form of abuse in a relationship and 
it was definitely one of the things that helped give you the strength moving out of it. One of the things that I have to say that it takes a lot of courage Mm. And sometimes you don't get that overnight. You know, I was I was watching a series uh, the other day and I was listening to the lady and she said, sometimes it takes the women at least five times before they actually leave. And it's yes, we want to leave physically, but we have to leave mentally first. Mm. And so we're mentally caged into this uh, violent environment. It really becomes your norm. And you got to now reprogram the way your thinking was in order to even see a way out. So I had to start to uh, reprogram myself and stop giving away something that that I wasn't given to me first. Mm. And when I did that, I there was no looking back. (laughs) There was no looking back. So how do you get there? You have to put in the work. Mm. You have to put in the work. Cause when I, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, and I go um, back home, there are some people absolutely have blossomed. And then there's others who, for whatever reason, they haven't had that mental construct that it takes to get out of that situation. So it takes work. It, it takes does, work. And not to beat yourself work. up if you don't get it the first time. It's okay. You will get but there. Keep fighting. You will get there. Yeah. You will get there. Oh, thank That's you. in any situation. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. You know, people could look at your career, Chantel, at this point and be like, oh, my gosh, she, she's fine. Like, what does she have to worry about? She's beautiful. Her skin's always glowing. Her hair is always looking fabulous. She, you know, she has a great community, but people don't understand the price we pay sometimes to get to where we were, good and bad. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely, it, for me, it was, it was a journey. And if I would have ever given up, even when it was really tough, yeah. I wouldn't be here. We yeah. wouldn't be speaking right now. Um, I, I fight to live every day, even now. <laughs> I love that. Thank you yeah. for your strength. And thank you for sharing that because I know someone will be touched by you even letting them know that this is something that you had also was a chapter in your life, you know, mm-hmm. um, an important thing to winning and becoming successful and gaining all these things in the world that people want to gain is the mindset, you know? curating and conditioning you even spoke on it just getting your mind correct to the goal that we're trying to pursue what are one of the things you've noticed about like evolving and building your mindset to like becoming a more positive person I recently spoke at a medical conference and what I spoke about was the power of transformation it is super powerful. Like I look like nothing of where I come from at all. And how it's, it's all, it it all boils down to the peace of mind. I I ask people that question all the time, are you at peace? Do you really feel Mm. at peace? Because when you're at peace, then you don't worry about the worldly possessions. You don't worry about who likes you or who does not like you. You don't worry about what you have and what you don't have. You're just in the moment and you, you begin to be just mindful. You know what I mean? Living in a mindful way. I, I was listening to this lady the other day and she said, mindfulness, think about when you eat. Because I feel like I am mindful. I even told you that. I'm like, oh my God, it's such a beautiful day outside yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, in the moment and I appreciate every moment. But she she said, I thought about where the apple come from, who had to, oh, so sorry, oh, who okay. had to plant the seed, 
who had to like everything that it took to become what it is when I picked it up and put it in that bag. Can you imagine just looking at life every day and just being grateful for it just for life, just for life, just for life, and just saying like, oh, I'm so happy just to be alive. When you create whatever is supposed to become, wherever it's supposed to be, it will be. You trust the process, you fall in love with it, and you just know that it's going to become whatever it becomes. Whether that means that you're going to be famous. I had to tell someone that earlier. I'm like, whether it's famous or you touch, it doesn't matter as long as you're in your gift. When you're in your gift, you never lack anything. So you don't worry about that. So don't worry. Worry is the lowest vibration anyone could ever have is worrying, really. You're saying... Uh, a staples, a statement that we have here at downtown world is eat fruit and mind your business. And like all of those things are like encompassed in that, like, and that's where that comes from. You know, I recently finished a book that I've, I, I, I should be getting sponsorship at this point for this book, but it's done so much for me that like, I don't even care, but Jay Shetty, one day, if you do want to holler at your, at your black Queens, here we are. Right. But he has a book, Think Like a Monk, and everything you just said, like, he speaks about being present and mindful eating and the the idea of chewing your liquids and drinking your solids. Yes, yeah. There you go. I was introduced to uh, meditation uh, many, many moons ago, and I also was graced to have the opportunity to meet the Dalai Lama in New York City. Yeah, that was an absolute, like, awe, and it was just amazing because meditation changed my whole entire life um, to be able to sit still, because I was always in a survival mode, Mm. Um, even when I began. You know, even when I became and made more money than I ever seen, I was always, Mm -hmm. yeah, still like, or I would give it away because I was so afraid. And one day I did a, um, a show with Dr. Oz and Bishop Jakes, and we talked about fear and soaring. And it's like, oh my God. So you're telling me that I'm flying, but I could be flying even higher if I let go of this fear that I have, the fear of what will people think if I'm a millionaire or what people will think if I'm doing this or doing that? Like I was so afraid of so many things. And then when I let that go and just start facing that and really knowing that I'm here for a purpose and I deserve to be here and I have something to give to the world, my whole life changed. And I'm so grateful for that episode. I mean, it's, it's not me putting in a plug and saying- No, it's, it's something that really but resonated. It was such, it was such a, a, a moment. It was like, oh, and then my, everything about my business and uh, the things that I want to do change. I was able to actually place boundaries and say no. You know, because sometimes when opportunities come, we think that we need to take them all Ah. and you you don't have to, you still have to be in that being and knowing and making sure that you're always checking in with yourself and not doing too much because it doesn't make any sense to spread myself too thin or not get enough sleep and not get enough rest because I'm doing too much. I learned so much from that episode. So I'm so grateful. Yeah. Fear is a big thing for a lot of people. Ooh, it is. And you spoke, you spoke on one of the aspects of fear. And, you know, I kind of said it with that PTSD mindset where it's just like, 
we have to, our, our mentality, or at least I'll speak for myself and, you know, where you can relate, but like so many of the things growing up because, you know, I'm, I'm first person in my family of many to do a lot of things because my, my mom came from Jamaica. So I'm first generation um, Canadian, you know, in my family and things of that nature. And, you know, going from that mindset of surviving to thriving, it's a lot of work. Like you said, it's a lot of yeah, work when you realize Oh, I was even speaking to a young lady earlier and she mentioned the fact of like, it's, it's almost like with the, with the pandemic or sorry, I like to say panini. I don't like to say the full word, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, we had to realize that our time is ours. I don't remember signing it a contract it is. being like, Hey, this is your time. You let me know when I can actually have time for myself. So it's like, at what point, did, did it, you know, did we get here and being mindful and being aware and knowing that if I'm tired, I'm tired. And that equates to being busy. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it does. And it's okay. I was, uh, I was saying uh, the other day, I was like, oh my goodness, I did a mixtape and the title of it was all work, no sleep, because I used to believe that. Like, yeah. I'm like, if Ooh. I'm not working hard and I'm not putting in this many hours and I'm not working hard enough. And I hear people like say that all the time, all work, no sleep, all no ground, all, no sleep, all of this, no sleep, no sleep. And it's like, no, oh. you need to get some rest and you feel better and you can be more clear on what your goals are, what your vision is. You can't make good decisions when you're tired. So I think um, we definitely need to make sure that we're doing that self-care yes. and checking in yes. always with me. Yes, yes, yes. That's the most important relationship. If you could share, like, you know, one of the things that you do as your like self care aside, I know you mentioned meditation, mm -hmm. you know, but as entrepreneurs, especially as women, we get so caught up. Our days are bang, 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 bang. Especially if you're a parent, it's like so many factors, you know. So, what are one of the ways that you practice self care? Because if I, I feel like you're on live every day, Shranta. I don't know how no, you do it. I know. <laughs> I, don't know I know. I have a live it. after this, and you put up top, top tier quality work your cover arts like everything you know what I mean you have sponsorship dollars behind you so I know that even requires a certain amount of work and like level to maintain so what are one of the ways that you practice that self-care for yourself oh gosh um that was redundant but <laughs> yeah no yeah well I definitely make sure that I meditate that is not uh, for a negotiation yeah. I have to do that absolutely every single day um I now have a calendar. I do not used to have a calendar. I would be just doing whatever. People can call me oh, anytime. No. I'll give oh, them no. all my time. <laughs> and I was just all over the place. So making sure that I have, I, I know what I'm doing throughout the day and setting aside that what that focus time we like to call it for just me. Yeah. Um, Self-care. I took off an entire uh, month in August off no conversations, really not much social media. I checked in for a little bit, but I wasn't really posting at all. Yeah. Um, it was just absolutely amazing. And I went to different places. When I went to Rhode Island, I went over to Long Island, Port Jefferson. I love that area with the beautiful. marina. Yeah. And beautiful it's just view. absolutely beautiful. I went to Florida, just different places for like the entire month and just enjoy my life. Like it was just, relaxing I didn't want to go to where it was too many people or anything like that I just wanted to do that because if you don't get that R&R &R, yeah. 
then I can't go another hundred episodes. Very true. Very <laughs> true. Know? Very true. So I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself so that I can nurture my my talent and my gift that God gave me. Yeah, I love that. And unfortunately, you know, I've been in situations where I've had to learn that the hard way. You know, <laughs> the anxiety came out out of nowhere. Your experience panicked out, like whatever depression so many mm-hmm. things so I'm so happy that even the conversation of mental health is really becoming normalized amongst like us without feeling like that means that I'm blessed or not you know doing what I need to do if as we everything we said so what is a way that like or how important is mental health to you Chantal everything you said has has showed but you know Yeah, no, mental health is uh, definitely uh, super important. There has been times where, um, wow, where could I start? I suffer from PTSD. I do, I I think I got a a handle on it. At least we always like to think we do anyway. I think I have a handle on it now because um, I do go to therapy, not, not all the time, but when I feel that I need to just check in and say, hey, let me sit down and tell you, this is what I'm feeling, or this is what I'm experiencing, or this is what has been for this amount of time or whatnot. And then I'll set a time, whether it's six months, whether it's six weeks, and I'll just spend that time in therapy and also continuously creating, of course. But that's how I, that's, I think that's how I deal with it because I've seen a lot of trauma. I worked as an EMT for 15 years before entertainment. Yes, a lot. Uh, so I've seen a lot of um, death all around me. I lost a lot of uh, amazing people that I had in my life. And my daughter's father was uh, murdered when my daughter was uh, born. So here I was 24 losing um, my, my child's father. That was very difficult. So mental health is everything because life happens. Like I can get off of here and get a phone call or, you know, of course I don't want anything to happen to me, but anything can happen at any time. 2017, my heart completely stopped because I wasn't checking in with myself because I wasn't doing these things. So when people say like, oh, why do you know these things? And it's all through experience. Experience. Everything that sounds beautiful that I use positive now in my life is because of these experiences, having the heart stop, suffering from PTSD and going through those um, situations. Anytime I would hear a door close, that would like take me back. And I learned to, through therapy, um, ask myself, am I safe at this moment? And of course I am. That guy is no longer in my life. I'm not, you know, living in fear. So when I started to keep saying that to myself, when I would start to feel those emotions that would trigger the PTSD, um, I no longer, uh, it's no longer a handicap for me Mm. where when I say handicap, I mean, where it has a hold on me where, where I don't have no control over it. And now my whole life is in a disarray because I don't have it in control. I have, it's still there and it's always going to be there, but I know how to manage it in an amazing way. And I think a lot of times, um, especially in our community, we have a stickler with this this mental health thing, going to therapy, or people may think you're crazy and all of these things. And it's like, oh my God, I'm a very well-educated Black woman. And 
I have to go to therapy. <laughs> you know, I have to go to therapy. Even when there's nothing going on, I go to therapy because mental health is without your mind, you have absolutely nothing. nothing. It's the most precious resource and you have to nurture it. You got to water it every single day. And when you feel that you're falling down and that's okay, it's okay not to be okay. I have those moments. I cry. I break down because I miss loved ones. Um, but I have that something in me, that toolbox that I pull out when I need to, to keep yeah. me strong and to keep me going. Cause we never, I don't want anyone to ever give up. Don't ever, ever, ever give up. Ooh. It hurts. A word, a word, you yeah. know, you're talking to me right now and I feel like you're yelling at me and, <laughs> <laughs> but I receive it. I receive yeah. it. And thank you, you know? And I hope you guys at home watching this, you really appreciate and hear what Chantel is saying. It's hitting more than ever. You know, it's also, I, I find lately I've been experiencing a lot of um, guilty, guilt. I mean, and it's been manifesting through anxiety again. And I'm like, but everything's great. Everything's fine. Like nothing happened. I'm checking out my friends. Like <laughs> everything's happening. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know? So you gotta check in. Yeah, you have to check yeah. in. You have to check in. Um, Sharanta, I want to know what did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. I kind wanted to be, and not a special kind of doctor. Yeah. I wanted to be a coroner, and I wanted to be a coroner so bad yeah. that I would. I wrote a letter to the coroner's office uh, in Ohio, and I got to see two autopsies. I thought it was a dream come true. I know because that's what I wanted to do. I thought that they had great hours. I love to take things apart and I want to know what happened. Why is it like what it is? Like why, why, what happened? And um, yeah. And then my daughter's father was murdered the la my last year of college. And he was married um, about a couple months before, like six months before he had to his demise. And he was just a good friend yeah. he was such an amazing friend and when someone you make a child with someone what an amazing creation right that you 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 brought into this earth so it, it's just unfortunate to see someone getting ready to start their life a, a great friend I'm sure a great husband a, and a great father oh my goodness and son all of these titles that we have oh, okay. and all these people that are attached to us and someone takes that away mm -hmm. you don't know how to deal with the grief it can take it can really take you you ever seen someone like grieve for 25 30 40 years they never come out of their room or they never come out of their house because it's they hard somehow it is really difficult like the strength that we talk about no it's not going to be easy for everybody but if you want to have that power of transformation you have to you you got to be open to what it's going to take to feel that you have pain. to do the work yeah you got to do, do the, the work. work you got to do the work the pain is our strength we find our strength in the pain like when i said earlier like it becomes a handicap when it, when i say that it literally becomes whatever you continue to think of whatever that may be, like say when I was in that abusive relationship, that became my norm. And I, I wanted to see that all the time. If he wasn't yelling at me, I thought something was going on, something was wrong, right? Yeah. But when you start to surround yourself with good and start to surround yourself with love, your life is going to want to more, more of that versus that, right? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, what are, what are some, what are some, 
positive qualities that you would say now that you look for in a partner that maybe you weren't aware of or searching for back then? Confidence, Mm. one. I used to think I was the ugly duckling. And then when I got, when I got, oh, that's and it wasn't them. It was me because I wasn't confident in me. I was mm. taking what they were saying for face value. Oh, you're kind of, you look old for, I was only 18, 20, 21 or whatever. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, no, that no. is so young. Like those things, the confidence was one for me. And um, I feel like one of my biggest things that I have to now is the courage. I don't care what I, when someone said that you got to care a little bit, Sharon Tell, and I'm like, no, I don't, because I, I went through it so much, the bullying and, and people talking about me or speaking down, even family members, because sometimes oh, yeah. they think that your dreams are crazy. Oh, and yeah. You are crazy to be thinking that you better, you need to go back and finish and go to medical school and become a doctor or something. And they even think some of them even thought that was even not possible. Mm-hmm. Once you do nursing, and nothing wrong with nursing. But, but when you why? think about mm-hmm. what it takes to be a medical doctor, all of those things, you gotta, and that's why I love meditation because it shuts off all the outside noise. I get to become with me, one with me, and and go into my inner being and and trust that I just love myself so much and I'm yeah. amazing. You right? I'm amazing, and yeah. I want to give that to someone else that don't feel that they're amazing, so then they can get some of the superpower, and then now they're amazing. Because I chose me. It all starts with choosing you. And then it's it's not even about either one of us. It's about the people, right? Exactly. It's not even about us at all. And when we take that weight off of us, the world is so much lighter. It is. It truly is. And like, the more I've been just like educating myself and being able to speak to beautiful people like yourself that have really been through things. So I can listen and receive everything that you have to teach me, you know? And it's just, it's just the fact of, it, it sounds simple, but those are really the answers. Being present, being aware, living in gratitude, knowing, like loving yourself, practicing self-care. Like it really is those things. It really is. It really is those things. It really is. It really is. When I think about it, like, oh my God, my my when my heart completely stopped, I could have not, you know, come back. And I came back. And it it is a real thing when sometimes when I hope that no one has to get to near-death experiences to say, Oh, I need to change it. Or yeah, life is amazing. But it definitely puts a different perspective that life can be over just like that. And we can see that as we go through our you know, pan, you know, <laughs> whatever this is. Panini. Yeah, <laughs> panini. Yeah. When we we're going through that, um, we know that life is just so precious. And sometimes, unfortunately, de- it takes death to remind us of how precious it is. So the we same, should definitely um, live in the, gratitude. Living gratitude and the same reoccurring theme where a lot of successful people, they say that, you know, the creativity, the new ideas, it comes out of the pain, it comes out of the suffering, and also it comes out of asking the right questions, Mm. right? It's not about the answers, it's about asking the right questions, and the more and more you discover, the more and more questions you have, right? (laughs) What are one of those questions, Sharantel, that you felt like 
you were asking and then it finally got answered and you were like, yes. I, I always ask myself, who am I? Mm. <laughs> I always get a different question depending on the day. <laughs> <laughs> but who am I is always a question to me. Like, who am I? Am I... I can always say the things that I do, like I can clearly say, I'm a celebrity publicist, former celebrity pubs, former, I have to keep putting that on there. Okay. (laughs) A speaker and author, but that's not who I am. That's what I do. I went to a conference at Yale um, a couple of years ago and one of the speakers, he asked the people, he said, I don't want anyone telling me what they do. Don't tell me Mm. you're an investment banker. Don't tell me you're this because all these prestigious, amazing people in the room. And uh, people struggle with that question. Struggle with it all the time. Who am I? But another key part of that is like, I've been learning that I don't want to be defined. You know what I mean? It's like the minute you completely like define yourself, I'm not ready to leave this earth yet. And I feel like when you like find your purpose and you've answered or you done what you're supposed to do, that's when God's like, all right, you got to go now. So I don't want to be defined. I don't, I just want to keep helping others to win. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I pray that God keeps putting myself in position and others in position to just help each other win. I feel good when it happens. I don't need monetary value for it. It just feels so good. And you cannot put a price value on that. No, not at all. Not at all. It's very difficult to do that. I don't think you can do that. Don't even put money in it at all. I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> um, so I want to know from you as well, Sean, I want to know a lot of things, but <laughs> I, know, mm-hmm. I know our time is going, but I, I, I would love to know from you, you know, I love one of, one of my best slash worst relationships in my life is my relationship with food, you know, but we're getting to a more, a more less toxic place where as you were speaking on the mindful eating and all those things, I want to know for you, Sharanta, what is one of like your favorite foods to eat? What is a food that brings you like to a happy place or a dish? Oh gosh, I love grilled salmon. I know some people call it salmon wherever in the world you are, but I, I call it salmon when I order. Um, <laughs> I love grilled, grilled salmon with the um, grilled vegetables and sometimes, sometimes rice. Sometimes the restaurants don't have the rice. They'll just have the vegetables and the salmon. So that that dish is so amazing oh because- when you put it, it just falls on the fork and it's just so, it's beyond tender and it's lightly seasoned, you know, it's just not too much and it's light and you don't, you feel like you can still go and do some things. It's true. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) I should invite you over for dinner last night. I feel bad now. I literally made grilled salmon I had like more salad on my plate. I have this new salad dressing that I'm obsessed with. Extra virgin olive oil balsamic Ooh, vinegar dressing. Good. And uh-huh. um, I've been doing the same because I've been trying to stay away from the rice. But I've been doing this healthier like brown rice. And I have I the mixed rice. quinoa. So uh-huh. I'll mix a bit of that so that I don't end up putting as much rice in there and I'm still getting a good amount of grains. And I was like, I damn, 
Chantel would have loved it. That's another thing. I worked out. I I love the gym. Yes. Go to the gym? No, but I'm working on it. I'm getting, I'm getting my, I'm going to be transparent with people, right? (laughs) I'm working on it. I know I need to. I know that will help with like everything. Lifestyle, you just, you can't go without it. I mean, even in the wintertime when the snow is like way here, because I'm in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. um, Oh, Canada, we know. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) You're on the East Coast? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted I wanted to um ask you now that you bring up working out, you know, I'm selfishly yeah. gonna ask you what is one of those things that helped you to make it a part of your lifestyle? Because to me, I'm just like, well, I could be doing this, I could be getting these notes ready, I could be um editing like everything but working <gasps> <Yes>. out. <laughs> so the schedule, I'm so excited because this works for me. Um oh gosh, where do I start? So when I get to the gym, oh gosh, I've been doing this since I was 16. Oh, working out is really a part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I can go back to maybe like the eighth grade when I start running track. Cause when you Mm. run track, you know, you're going to do breath and all of that good stuff. But I was doing cross country too. Oh, so I would get up. Don't say those bad words. (laughs) Yes. I would get up before school and go and run. And then get ready for, for school. Early in the yeah. morning, I was running. So, yeah, I, it just, it's just been a part of me for a very long time. I'm not telling my age. <laughs> and you don't need to. <laughs> no, that's okay. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a part of my life for, for some time. So, yeah, I think I that, that once you start, and what they say, like, after the th- first 30 days, it becomes a habit. Like, you need it as a part of yeah. you. Yeah. I'm gonna get there. Pray for me, like <laughs> Pray for me. Pray for me. Okay. So I, I, I am so excited about. Um, and I cannot wait to purchase and support. Actually, right after we get off this call, um, your newest book, Fair for What? Like powerful title. So I can only imagine its contents. I'm so excited to just like dive such, into. I it. think I, you know, from when I've heard from my friends that it's a really great read. Um, one of my friends he said he read it on the plane. He needed something to read on the plane. Um, it is an ebook because these are we are in the digital times now where it's so easy. So you can it's an Amazon. It's actually on like sixty six thousand retailers right now on online. I'm it's actually gonna buy it as we're talking. Yeah, it's everywhere, but I always say Amazon, um, Book Baby, and Barnes and Noble, because those are you know very popular. I think I'm at the Barnes and Noble one right now. Yep, yep, it's in Barnes and Noble. So (laughs) I dealt with fear. I had a fear of not not that it wasn't going to happen. I had a fear of the success. So if someone says on it. Yeah, if someone sits in and they write out a contract and we sit and we negotiate and we get to that number and that number is just something that is just really big. And intimidates you. It definitely intimidates me. And it means that even if I was to say yes and sign on that dotted line, that probably by the next week, I would have probably given it all away mm. because I don't really feel comfortable with it. So okay. I had a fear of success. I had a fear of what people would say. I had all kinds of fears. And what I realized when I did that show with Dr. Oz and Bishop Jakes is that Dr. Oz asked the question in the audience and he asked everyone, do you have a fear 
of something that could be paralyzing you from not living, you know, living your best life, living to your fullest potential, whatever that may be. And every person raised their hand. And that's when I knew, not that I just had a business, but that I had a, I, I, I have an idea that I can create a plan so that I can help people um, that deal with different types of fears. I mean, yeah. I name minds, but um, people deal with all kinds of different fears. And so in the, in the ebook, and it's a very easy read, it yeah. goes in and explains that fear for what, like, what are we fearing and what are, whatever that is, let's start writing it down and working towards how, how the heck do I face it so that I can overcome it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Technical for sure, until there she is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. So how how do I face this thing, whatever that is, um, so that I can be live out my best life? Because you could be holding back all kinds of hmm, how do I can say this in entrepreneur um, opportunities. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. in personal life, I would probably call them amazing blessings. But as an entrepreneur, opportunities, you could be really um, holding back your life from something that you didn't even think was possible because you're letting the fear hold you back. It's it's, it's a really big thing. It is. It is. It is. Um, so fear for what? Fear <laughs> for what? Like, I'm excited to see what the the sequence like the next book will be for that because that is the question I feel like I'm just going to be saying that to myself as like you're for what motivator (laughs) yeah like for what fear for what fear for what like the worst possible answer is a no and then it's just why (laughs) so you can improve for why why fear for what Fear for what? I was a little worried about that title at first. And then I said, no, fear for what? Because uh, what? Because that's asking, that's really putting the responsibility on you because you have a, a choice, right? You have a choice. The, the choice is right in front of you. I'm afraid of what they may say. Mm. Do you feel like that's something that when your you parents make it. heavily conditioned? Because I know that was something mm, always put on me by my too. parents. The, yeah. Oh, people, yeah. And people are going to say this and that and the next. So. But then what about, you know, there's different cultures too, where you follow behind what the parents did, or, you know, if this is what my dad did, then I have to do this too. And whatever you wanted to do or what you believe that you can't, you're not supposed to do that. So here's one, maybe you might be that one though. That's the thing. Like, what if, Anyone is listening or seeing this. Yeah. What if that one idea that you have is the idea that changes the whole way the we world. look at life, the whole world, and you don't do it? That is the question. That is the question. So fear for what? Fear for what? <laughs> fear for what? I'm working on a book now. I'm almost done. I keep adding to it. The mirror that you don't want to see. Ooh. Yeah. And I came up with this idea when I went to a funeral, I was at her funeral and I was talking about all the amazing things and how she inspired my life. And then I said, fear for what? And I, I put the plug right there at the funeral. I was like, the book is coming. I hadn't even written the first page, but I knew it was coming. So, and then the pastor was like, make sure I get a copy of that. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. But, and it was because, um, she was so young and dying of a heart attack. And to me, I was not there, but talking to her 
and you know praying with her all of those things knowing that there was a lot of things that she would hold on to or wanting to be so many things to people that she could not be you cannot fulfill people's expectations no one can no one can and when you put that much you know pressure on yourself eventually the body says all right I would have warned you so many times you keep doing this I'm gonna have to just clock out because this I I don't we don't have enough power in here to set the boundaries yeah, because all of those emotions, anger, sadness, they all have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I feel like that's why she had the heart attack. And there's so many things when we look in the mirror that are reflecting back at us that we're not really paying attention to. You know, sometimes when we look at our makeup, we see the blemishes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you may not, some people may not, you know, put that extra foundation on that blemish. They may yeah. just let it be because they don't want to even take a look at it. And that's the thing. Like it was some things that um, mm, I just felt like she just didn't want to deal with. Yeah, the mirror that you don't want to see. Powerful. Sounds like a movie too. It does, <laughs> and and yeah. I and I hope you do it. I hope you do it. <laughs> oh, it's almost it's almost there. But I always I want to share another story and another story. You know, like ah, and I so, can't get it done. It's not ready yeah. yet. Yeah. So let me ask you this because you did mention you know more than once just kind of like your relationship or um, encounters with death, you know, yes. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm curious to know, I don't, I wouldn't say it's an obsession, but where does the curiosity with you really stem from when it comes to death and the afterlife? Um, it's actually my motivation yeah. <laughs> to live. Yeah. Death is uh, my motivation to live because it just, I know that we have, I, and I don't, really talk about religious religion um when i'm you know in conversation such as the public but we you know we have our what happens after Mm -hmm. but being i'm speaking truth and being in a room and in trauma rooms and seeing seeing the doctor say you know the time of death is over and over and over it feels like this part of the physical journey is so final and it's over that when I, I know that at any second this could be over, that has to drive me to make sure that I'm living on purpose, yes. to make sure that every single day, even if I decide that today is going to be my rest day, I did enough work today that it shows that I'm okay, that I can take a break today. Yes. Um, death is just my motivation. And the curiosity with me wanting to be a coroner was just simply why did this person die? What what did they go through on their journey? Like one of the people that I was able to see, um, this guy, I think she he was on he was on his way to work and he had a seizure and ran into a tree. Why was he driving? You know, why was he driving? Um, how how long, what time does he leave out to go to work? All of these questions you're gonna have to ask so that you can come to a conclusion and a diagnosis that, oh, he was on his way, he had the where did he find him? All of those things are just intriguing. Life is just intriguing to me. I'm curious about life and why people think the way that they think and why they do the things that they do. And also in my life too. So Sharonta, what time was it that you had to, you had to go now, now? Um, I had two more. Like 
No, go ahead. Okay, okay perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, I respect no, your time. No, because I blocked it all the way to two o'clock. So perfect. Yeah, I have two last questions for you before okay. I really let you go. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, I was in meditation the other day, you know, and I was having a conversation with God, and you know, I'm asking for all these things as we do when we're talking to God, and we're like, yeah, God. I want bands. I want to be able to buy my mom's house. You know, I want to do this for my nieces and nephews. I want to do this, this, this. I'm going to need this in my closet. I'm going to need this type of property. All this, you know, and I, I'm building my platform. You know, God, I want to be able, you know, of course, I want to get to a point where it's hundreds of thousands of people and sorry, and being able to, you know, get verified so more people can have that, like the whole shebang, you know? And, you know, the voice said to me, who who are you for God to be giving you all this power and access to you? Who are you? And what are you going to do with that access and power when you get it? A lot of the times I remember as a young child, like, mom, can I ask $20? Um, I, I, I just need $20 to do this, you know? And I, I'm a firm believer, money is power. You know, I really try not to look at it as money, but the power it gives me, what you, mean? you know? And when I got that $20 of power, what did I do with it? Bought candy, um, probably bought a cheap little $10 top back then. You could get stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, I didn't do anything with my $20 worth of power that was anything to really invest into or give me a return on investment. So it's just like, who am I to be asking God for this power? How do you feel about that, Chantel? Because I really do feel like you are someone, you possess a lot of power, whether you want to admit or not, I will say that for you. <laughs> I see your community. I see mm-hmm. how the women respond to you. And I love that. And people, not clean hearted people would see that and be like, why her? Oh, I want that. I could do that. Whenever. I like talking to them too, though. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But for what? For what? <laughs> when you buy that amount of followers or whatever, or you access that for what to tell them what to teach them what to help right. them to get to where mm-hmm. speak on that Sharon tell because I know you'd be known <laughs> <laughs> wow wow um yeah that day God 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 gave me a beating God, he said we won't get there <laughs> I don't I don't focus on the money I know that sounds really crazy. No. But I, I never focused on the money even when I wanted to be a coroner. I didn't say, well, how much do they make? Um, it was about making sure that I'm, I I have an opportunity where I can give these, these families this diagnosis. I don't focus um, much on the results, even what I'm doing now. Even when I was a publicist, I didn't. Yeah. I, I told them, hey, <laughs> you know, PR cannot be measured. Yes. That I, I can't say that even if we spend thousands and thousands of dollars and you can get on the front of the best magazines, it doesn't guarantee. I've been on every TV and everybody doesn't know me, and that is okay. That is Do we let's let's making sure that we're moving forward. So I as long as I know that I'm doing what I'm I should be doing. Yeah. I don't worry about that. <laughs> it will take I'm telling you, God knows everything. He knows your heart. He knows what you need. And when you when you trust him, 
and you fall in love with the process, you no longer worry about those things. You, If you want to go and, and, and hop in whatever car you want to hop in, there's going to come to a moment where you can do that. Or if you want to be like, here, mom, I know I just got you this house, but here, come outside. I got something else for you just because, or you give to organizations that really, truly you love. And you know, that's really from the heart, the causes that you really, you don't have to worry about that. It will all come. You just make sure that you're staying faithful and staying committed to whatever that vision that he gave you and all those things will come. So your prayers will turn into gratitude more than just asking. So I, that's how I live. I don't, I've had nothing and I had it and I had it again. I was like, yeah. oh, so it's not even about that. Yeah. I went to, I went to, um, I went to California. Was that last year? Because the time is going by so fast. It was right it before the blur. panini, yeah. right? Right before the panini. I'm in yeah. Oscar weekend. I'm hanging out with uh, some amazing people yeah. and some people that's, you know, it's I, I hung up with some, a lot of amazing people and it's only because of trusting the process. Did I see myself there a couple of years back? No, I, I would have never imagined to do that because I never wanted to do red carpets or, yeah. you know, be out in the scene. But when you're in your gift and you're operating your gift, I've I just never seen anyone around me lack um, when they're in there operating in their gift. I just yes. don't see it. Yes. You don't so have I- that. My last, last one before I let you go, Another uh, our last staple question that we ask okay. here, downtown world, don't waste no time with negativity, is you have the five elements, right? You okay. have air, fire, water, earth, and spirit. Which element, Sharantel, do you feel like resonates with you or represents you the most and why? Water. <laughs> mm, why? I love water because um, it's something about, I, I went, um, I want to say I went right water rafting, but river tubing was something, something Ooh, else. That sounds fun. And river tubing is something where you just get in the water and the water, the river takes you and it just flows and you have to just flow with the current. Yeah. And that's the same thing with life. Like life has its ups and downs and curves and it brings some construction and roadblocks, what looks like roadblocks anyway. And you have to just be able to flow with it and you have to find positive ways to deal with it. And water for me, that's, that's the thing with me is that water is constantly flowing and you got to learn to to go with the flow. So I'm with the water. Go with the flow. Favorite song, Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton, let it flow. Oh, (gasps) baby was singing that song and it hits for me every time because that's it right there. Yeah. Let it flow. flow. 
that is, oh my gosh, I could talk to you forever, Chantel, but I, I have to selfishly um, yes. let you go. Goodbye. I want to say, yeah, I want to say thank you so much for your time, for your knowledge, for the fruit that you've given us here today. I just want you to let everyone know where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can purchase, where for what, and as well, I'm normalizing how you prefer to be approached. Oh, wow. Um I'm everywhere. You can find me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I just started a TikTok. Oh gosh. I got some ideas. You've been doing well. You've been doing well. Better than me. (laughs) I gotta implement them. Um I I I, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, and I also have a website, SharonTelderscale.com. I also have another uh, book which became an international bestseller. Uh, the number one habit series for entrepreneurial success. It has over 350 um, amazing habits that people can adapt to um, to change their life. Like when you create those good, healthy habits, like we were talking earlier, like going to the gym, you know, implementing that into the lifestyle so that you can be your best entrepreneur or be whatever it is that you decide to be in your career field of choice. You do the best at it because we got good habits. So it's all about uh, the habits. Got that, yeah. Thank you so much, Sharantel. Everyone, this has been another week's episode of Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. OG Sharantel Driscoll here in the building with us today, giving a lot. Thank you for your time, Queen. I know you gotta go. Welcome to Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. The conversations you never get to hear with me, Kay Blair. Weekly where we gain inspiration from our special guests. Thank you for tuning in and sharing, subscribing to us each and every week. This week's episode is sponsored by Shop Downtown, your one-stop shop for everything downtown world. You can visit and support us at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dwntwnwrld.com. Now, let's get into this week's bowl of fruit. Eat fruit and mind your business.